Welcome to the Impactful PBL Podcast. I'm Candice, your host, a project-based learning coach and leader of the Impactful PBL Network. And you can find me at impactfulpbl.com. I'm on a mission to do good work with good people for good reasons, and I hope you are too. If you are a current or aspiring project-based educator looking for strategies and ideas to craft memorable learning experiences that empower your students to tackle challenges in their school and community through project-based learning, then you're in the right place. Join me as I share resources and tips to help you launch a PBL initiative in your classroom. Welcome to the Impact Makers community, and let's talk PBL. Hey, Impact Makers, let's explore how to incorporate community partners into project-based learning experiences. In Adrian Steinberg, Real Learning, Real Work, published in 1997, and in the Connected Learning Communities, a toolkit for reinventing high school, which she wrote in 2001, she shares the six A's of instructional design, which is now often referred to as the six A's of project design. When researching the components of a quality project-based learning unit, you will find several frameworks stating what PBL should look, sound, and feel like. Now, depending on the source, the actual verbiage may vary, but they are all sharing the same concepts. I'll briefly share that the six A's of instructional design includes authenticity, academic rigor, applied learning, active exploration, assessments, and adult connections. In this episode, I would like to discuss the benefits of incorporating community partners or adult connections in ways that community partners can positively impact your project-based learning unit. To put it simply, integrating adult connections or relationships means providing students with adult mentors and coaches from the wider community. Three questions to ask yourself when you're designing your project-based learning unit are, do students have the opportunity to meet and observe adults with expertise and experience related to the PBL topic? Do students have an opportunity to work closely with at least one adult beyond someone at their school site in a meaningful manner? Do any adults besides the teacher have the opportunity to collaborate on the design or the assessment of student work? So you may be thinking, why should you even consider incorporating community partners in your project-based learning experience? When we think about adult connections, it offers students the opportunity to connect with adults in a meaningful manner. It provides an opportunity to make the project related to the real world. It also allows students to see how academic content can be utilized in a professional setting. It allows students to create solutions with the help of an adult to solve challenges that impact their school or community. And you could probably think of several more benefits of utilizing community partners in your next PBL unit. Now, of course, you want the PBL experience to be beneficial for the students and the community partner. So when you think about why community partners may want to engage with you and your students, consider the following. The community partner benefits by having an opportunity to engage with local students and schools. They are able to form lasting relationships with the community. It also provides a way for some community partners to give back to their community in an authentic way. And when I refer to community partners, I think of local businesses, nonprofit organizations, civic organizations, depending on your school context, it could be faith-based organizations, local universities, or even youth-serving organizations. Now, teachers often forget to include their own personal or professional network in this bucket as well. And students' parents, which are often the easiest adults to get involved. So you may be thinking, what can these community partners do? Well, they can serve in a variety of roles during your PBL unit. This could occur at the beginning, middle, or end of the unit, or during all three phases. Think about your project-based learning topic. 
the purpose, and the learning objectives. Before you begin to brainstorm who you would like to reach out to for adult support, consider what would make the learning experience more valuable or memorable for students. So let's say our driving question is, how might we convince our peers that monitoring and minimizing human impact on the environment is important? We could use the support of guest experts. And when I say guest experts, this could be a current professional working close to the challenge that students are solving. So for example, maybe a scientist or it could be a retired professional who has knowledge about the topic. It could be a college student studying sustainability and human impact on climate change or something related to the topic. Maybe a science museum or an advocacy organization related to preserving the planet or those addressing green or environmental science causes. Maybe businesses that make green products. So just brainstorm who would care about minimizing human impact on the environment and reach out to them for support. Let's say you identify a partner. Well, how can they support the project? Again, think about your PBL goal or objectives. How can you ensure that it connects to the real world in an authentic way? And how can you use adult connections to enhance students' learning experiences? Let's brainstorm how community partners can support your PBL unit. Well, what about helping out during your PBL launch or entry event? They could write a letter or record a video asking for help to solve a problem, or maybe they could speak to your class about their work and how it connects to their driving question. This could be virtual or in person, and maybe they could host a worksite event so students could see people working in real time solving a problem related to their PBL topic. Partner adults can also serve as mentors by providing feedback on students' work products, sharing helpful resources, or even tutorials on how to do something. You can co-create ways that they can help provide feedback on their plan and materials and maybe co-design their interactions. You want this to be an engaging and meaningful experience for the partner adult and for the students. So as you can see, the opportunities are endless. One point I want to make is refrain from making up a community partner or faking a partner, meaning with fictional letters or fake communication. Basically, don't try to trick students by pretending there is a partner when there's not one. Your project will lose its authenticity and students may not see the real world connection because part of the project that was presented was fake or pretend. The PBL unit may then feel like it's a meaningless learning activity that lacks real purpose. Now, it does take time to acquire community partners, so start early in the planning process. Let's discuss how to prepare for working with community partners. Step one, as mentioned previously, brainstorm how a community partner might enhance the learning experience for your students. Where would it make sense to incorporate a partner within your PBL unit? What type of role might the community partner play? Step two, brainstorm a list of possible partners based on your ideas from step one. Jot down as many adults as possible based on your project topic. For example, let's say our PBL driving question is, how can we convince the community that our actions impact biodiversity in rainforests? Who could be beneficial in enhancing the learning experience for students? Do you have access to a local zoo? Does your local university have courses related to studying ecosystems, which means that there could be a professor or a student who may be interested in supporting your PBL unit? So at this stage, you're recording any business, nonprofit organization, civic organization, university, local museum, attractions, etc., that you have locally whose work connects with your PBL topic. At this stage, you're also recording people within your personal or professional network who may be interested in supporting or may know someone that would be interested in supporting your project. Step three, once you determine how community partners may fit in your PBL unit and you make a list of possible partners, now it's time to begin reaching out. I suggest starting the outreach early so that you can have time to determine who will actually support your PBL initiative. Some people will immediately respond yes or no, and some may delay their response or seem indecisive, and you need to be able to gauge which community partners will commit. 
Step four, then you want to schedule a conversation. This could be via phone or conference call with the community partner, even if you plan to conduct most conversations via email. Because during this call, you will share the PBL unit goals, what you hope students will learn through the experience, the timeline for the PBL experience, etc. Basically, anything that will provide more context about the project. You can share how you can imagine a community partner supporting, but stress you are open to suggestions too. They may have some ideas based on working with other schools that worked well. I always encourage teachers to come to the conversation with ideas just in case your community partner is unclear on how they can support. During this conversation, you and a community partner will determine how they will support, whether it's them serving as a guest speaker or or a co-creator of some of the learning experiences, or if it's setting up virtual or in-person visits to their work facility, whether it's them serving on a panel, whether it's them providing expert feedback on student work, whatever it may be. Step four, you and a community partner will establish a timeline for engagement. When will they speak to the class or provide feedback on work products, whatever they agree to do? When will it occur? Both parties should be clear on expectations. Who is responsible for doing what and when? Now, at this phase, establish a check-in timeline. How often will you touch base and how? Does it work better to schedule phone calls or emails? Try to accommodate their preferred communication method if possible since they are volunteering their time and resources. We want the experience to run as smoothly as possible. Step five, I would like to point out that you would need to help the adult partners prepare to work with students. Not everyone knows how to gain and keep students' attention, so it's essential that you play an active role in ensuring that the experience is beneficial for everyone. Once you determine how the community partner will support the project, help co-create the experience. Even if they say, well, I've been a guest speaker often for schools, I know what I'm doing, ask for an overview of what they will share with students and how they would share it. If they are giving feedback on student work products, provide a list of questions that they can ask students or sentence frames for giving age-appropriate feedback. Think about how they will support students during the PBL unit and co-create a guidance documents or prep them in advance for the experience. So just to recap, integrated community partners is a great way to provide purpose for your PBL unit. It makes the experience relate to the real world and it allows the possibility of integrating a career connection. But it also provides a way for businesses and organizations and local community members to engage with schools and students in an authentic and meaningful way. When working with a community partner, remember to help them prepare for interaction with students to ensure that the learning experience is positive for both parties. Now it's time to take action. Determine who would be your ideal community partner for your next PBO unit and begin the outreach process to form a relationship. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode. If you found this episode insightful, do me a favor, leave a review or share it with a teacher friend. And don't forget to join us for the next episode.